0: Hello, hello. Yo, welcome back. This is The Level Up with Dre West, and this is episode three. And uh, today, what I want to talk about is uh, how to level up. That's going to be the topic for today. How to level up. Like, how do we get from one place in our life to get to another place, you know, and and move up and, you know, put ourselves in a position to succeed? Because that's what this is all about. So it's one thing to have that desire but it's another thing to really have some real life practical ways on how to get there. So um, that's what this is all about today. How to level up. Okay, so check it out. Um, this is a how to, you know, what I'm saying how to level up. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Try to give ourselves some real um, insight, some practical techniques or um practices that we can put into play for our life and you know see if they work you know on on how to level up you know a lot of this stuff i've done you know I've, I've done it in my life so that's why i can you know talk about it because it it you know some of these things that i've done it helped me move from uh one place to another and and put myself in a position to succeed um obviously this isn't going to be a step-by-step because we're all starting from our own level, and uh, what I may want might not necessarily be what you want. Um, the area that I'm trying to, like, better myself in may not be the same one that you're trying to better yourself in. But um, I believe that these, uh, you know, th- these, these ways that I'm talking about on how to level up, I, I think you can apply them across many different um, scenarios and circumstances. And uh, I believe it'll, you can apply them and they'll be able to to help you like right then and there. You can see how they can cross over and help you in many different areas of your life. Um, I've done it. You know what I'm saying? I'm continually um, doing it. So um, I know that it works. You know what I mean? So that's what this is going to be about. And uh, also we're going to have a, you know, I'm going to have a guest, a uh, special guest on, you know what I'm saying? Uh, he's a, a friend, a brother. A leader, you know, aspiring entrepreneur, DJ. He's just, you know, all around great brother, man. You know, a great father, um, and he has, you know, maneuvered and, you know, kind of manufactured and architect his life, and um, you know, put himself in a place in a position to level up. And I've seen him do it, and I've seen him do it like countless times. So um, it's good to get, you know, another perspective to hear some of the things and some of the ways that he put himself. Um and uh, you know, that, that, that person is no other than than my brother, um, Kevin Thomas Irvin. So really special person to me. Um so I know he's gonna have some insight for all of us and I'm I'm glad that he just wanted to come on and share and uh, you know, just, just have a good time, you know what I'm saying? Just talk chop it up and You know, I want to pick his brain a little bit and and just let him flow. Let him talk about, you know, how he leveled up and how he has maneuvered and, you know, put himself in a position to succeed. And, uh, you know, that's what we're going to do today. So, you know, sit back, relax, call in, you know, um, add some thoughts, some inspiration, some things that you've seen that helped you. We need all that. So uh, let's level up. Okay, so check it out. Before I bring Kevin on, I want to give um, three things or three components that I believe are crucial in leveling up. And these are three elements that I have um, personally um, used and I continue to use when I want to like really put myself in a position to, to level up and, and to, you know, to succeed. So um, I'm going to give them to you real quick. Um, the first one is in order to level up, you need to set goals. You have to have a target. Like you have to know what you're aiming at. You have to like set clear goals, write them down. And, uh, so that you can see exactly, you can think about it. You can form the thought and then you can manifest it. And, you know, so that starts with putting it, putting it down on paper and, uh, you know, setting goals. You know now what I would do is I, I would set myself three month goals and that this is something that I, I continually do and I was taught this by you know by someone so I would set three month goals um, and I would have three goals for the, for those three months I would have an easy goal something that I'm pretty sure I can hit a target that I can hit. I'd have something that's a little bit harder that make me stretch a little bit. But if I discipline myself, I could probably get that one. And then I'd have another goal, that third one that would be a little bit harder. Like, you know, I'd have to really stretch and things might have to fall into place, but it gives you something to like work hard for. So that's number one, set goals, write them down and uh, have a target to go after. Uh, The second one, number two is a I put myself, and I like to call it monk mode. You know, I go into monk mode. I have to put myself in a a certain mind state. So that means sometimes you got to kind of cut people off. You have to go and kind of get into a place that is just about focusing on you. You have to kind of cut all the noise, all that noise that's around you, whether it be, you you know, social media and, you know, just, you know, just all the bullshit that we, you know what I'm saying, kind of go through day to day. That's, that's noise, all that chatter that fills your head. And that just, you know, kind of takes you off focus. So you got to get into a place where it's, it's almost spiritual, you know what I'm saying? And And it really is. It's, it's a spiritual place because you're going inside of you and you're, you're focusing in on you and really everything that you need is with inside of you. So, um, so that that's number two. You got to get into a mind state where you kind of block everything out and you're really focused on yourself and your goals. And you got to kind of push everything aside and go there. Sometimes, you know, you might just want to read. You might have to meditate. You might have to, you know, but you got to fill your mind with in your, your spirit and your body with all the things that are going to help you. So if it's not helping you get to those goals that you wrote down, you got to cut it. You got to get it away from you. Okay, so that's number two. Number three, the last one is you have to just want it. You have to be fed up with where you're at so that you're ready to move. And I kind of liken it to this. I kind of struggle sometimes with, you know, losing weight and, oh, man, I want to drop a couple pounds and this, this, and that. And sometimes you might walk past a mirror and you're like, oh, God, look at me. I'm This is ridiculous. <laughs> look at my stomach, look at my list. this is just ridiculous, and you get fed up, and then you, you know, it activates you, so you have to want it, is what I'm saying, like, you know, just like when people, you know, try to stop smoking, and, you know, stop drinking, or whatever it is, whatever that is, you have to, somebody else can't want it for you, you have to want it for yourself, and you got to want it so bad that you're ready to move, so those are my three things, Um, hopefully those will help. Um, and now I'm gonna get ready to bring, um, my special guest Kev. And, uh, but before we do that, let's take a quick break. And then when we come back, we'll be talking with my brother, Kevin Thomas Irvin on how to level up. So, yo, we're here. We're back. And, uh, like I said, this is the level up episode three, how to level up. And, uh, I got a special guest tonight, and uh, I want to bring him in as soon as possible. So right now, uh, my brother, Kevin Thomas, Irvin, you on the line?
1: I'm here. Can you hear me?
0: Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. Yo, you you here. Hey, how you doing, brother? How you, are you good?
1: I'm good. Brother Dre. Brother Dre, what's going on? Good, sir.
0: Okay, man. Hey, I'm glad to hear you. I'm glad that you're here. So um, what we've been talking about, and we talked about this a little bit off air, is um, how to level... And um, that's what we want to give to people, you know, not a step-by-step, but just some things that work for you, some things that work for me on how to put ourselves in a position to uh, level our life up and, you know, get ourselves in a position to succeed. So what I want to talk to you about tonight is, you know, first, just can you give us a little, you know, give a little recap on on your story, on, you know, where where you came from, you know, and, and, and how you started to level your life up. Is, is that too broad or can, can you roll with that?
1: No, I can go with that. I'm sure you'll keep me on point if I start to get on a tangent or start to just uh, get off point. But um, thank you for the time. Thank you for uh, allowing me this time to talk to your audience. Um, first off, um, I'm uh, born and raised in uh McKeesport, Pennsylvania, which is a um, a suburb of Pittsburgh. Um, I think what's uh, one thing that Dre and I have in common. We're from the yes, east sir. side of Pittsburgh, um, one of those boroughs over there, um, yes, born and raised there, uh, you know, kind of a, um, blue collar type of town. So, you know, your family comes from probably working in a steel mill or having some sort of, uh, job that brings a lot of grind with it. Um, from there, grew up there, you know, like a lot of us did, you know, in inner city situations where you, um for the most part have to have some level of some level of leveling up to either succeed or get out of those situations. So um grew up there, um went to a uh, a small college called Slippery Rock University. That's where Dre and I met as our roommates. I'm sure that'll be a story for another episode
0: <laughs> on how
1: we uh <laughs> how we came together and met. And um I guess the first uh I guess um, situation where I leveled up is that I went to um, school on a track scholarship but ended up getting hurt and having to just be a student. And I yeah. think one of the things about um, leveling up that you'll hear throughout my um, story is that you're going to come to points where you have adversity that takes you totally off your path and you have to level up to get through those taking yourself to another level or a different level. You know right. what I mean? Sometimes the leveling be stepping to the side to a different level so you can level up or taking, you know, a few steps back to take more steps forward, so to say. So um that was a point where I had to decide was I going to continue to try to go to school or was I going to um let that adversity take me off my path. So I continue to try to um finish school. Then um from there I ended up having um a uh, girl I was thinking at the time pregnant. Actually I ended up having two children. Well two, I guess I bring me back up. I have two women pregnant within a four and a half month time frame. So as you can imagine, um it was kind of it was kind of bleak to level up in that situation. Right. But what I did in that situation is I just tried my best to be the best parent I could dealing with that situation. Um kept moving forward. From there, um, I ended up leaving school and moving to uh, West Palm Beach, Florida okay. where um, I didn't have any degree. I didn't have anything to really fall back on, so I just started um, trying to find jobs, found a job working in the non-profit field. Um, fortunately enough, going around and talking about my situation being a young parent and the trials and tribulations I was going through um, those situations. Um, from there, I you know was going to school to be a teacher so I took those skills that I had of being a teacher you know or, or education or teaching if you will and applied that to educating um young men about uh what I went through making um decisions that ma- made my life a little bit more difficult than it needed to than it could have been okay, I guess so, I should say
0: So so let, let me let me break in for a second and let me ask you this Now um, one thing one thing that I'm hearing already is and I think you've you've alluded to this is just that sometimes life will take you off the course that you think you're supposed to be on often and, you know often it does and often it's because of our own doing but um what I hear is you can't stop you got to keep pushing
1: you have to you so have now to. L- let me
0: ask you this when when you went down to Florida being that you're from, you know Pittsburgh, which is a long way away from Florida. Did you know anybody there? Like what, what, um, what prompted you to move there? And and you know, because that that's a big step, and and a lot of people are scared to take that step. So what,
1: absolutely. Well, I I think the thing that helped me. That's that's a um, great point, Dre. Is that I think sometimes things happen in life, and you have to trust where life is taking you sometimes trust the, the path that life is taking you. because my intention was not to necessarily move to Florida for a number of years. I ended up being there for 12 years. I just planned to be there for a few months and found a job and said, okay, well let me do this for a certain period of time and then got a better job and then got promotion. So it was really just taking the opportunity and kind of like, well, let me try something different for a change. And it ended up being um, a great opportunity even right. I myself am not, a, uh, like, you know, the beach lifestyle is not really, you know, my forte. I'm more of a city type of person, you know, right. as far as that goes. But um, for me to be in that environment and, you know, to just try to just navigate in that helped me and just to hone my skills. So I'm um, just trying something different. So um, okay. I did a Washington field. Um, started talking about my situation and then just kept, you know, light in front of me and just tr- trusted my skill to um, level up as much as possible. I think the thing that put a motivation in me, Dre, was the fact that I knew I didn't have the credentials, so to say, that society says you should have, like, a degree. Yes. So I felt I had to out-hustle everybody. So yes. I figured my hustle would get me to where I needed to be, which – did help me and did really put me in a position to compete with those who had degrees who felt like they could just fall back on that. It gave me that extra hustle to move forward and level up through that. So, um, you know, I did that. I worked in the um, nonprofit field. And, unfortunately, you know, a situation happened where I um, ended up having to leave that field. Okay. And, um, you know, and and to talk about that, you know, it was really um, me not – taking my eyes off the prize and right. leave myself vulnerable for a situation where now they were able not, well, let me say that, like I didn't make the moves to really appreciate what I had at the time. I kind of rested on my laurels and ended up losing my job, you know, cause I don't want to make it seem like, you know, I'm bitter or, you know, um, I'm a victim in this situation. I mean, the one thing that I think that brings power in any situation is always understanding what you did to get yourself in that situation. It's easy to point the finger and say, well, I'm in a situation because they, they fired me or they did this or they wasn't ready for a guy like me or they didn't want to treat me fair or it was because I was a male or because I was black or because I got curly hair or, whatever the reason may be because I like to wear Jordans, whatever it may be, um, you have to, you, it's easy to put the finger and say, those are the reasons why, but you have to really look at yourself. That's where the power is to say, okay, what did I do to get myself? Did I leave myself vulnerable? Did I trust too much? Did I trust too little? You know, what are the things that I did to, you know, leave myself open for these situations that happen? So that's, you know, pretty much what happened there. So, 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 let, so let, me,
0: let, let me say this. So, so let me say this because you touched on something that I think is super important. And this is like kind of my number two, what I talked about was you have to go inside yourself. You have to look in yourself. And I think what you're what you're speaking on a lot of is that when you're leveling up, there's gonna be failure. There's going oh, to be You more have to steps. love the
1: failure. You have to appreciate the failure. And I think that's something what Yes. When all of us are afraid to do. You're afraid Me. to fail because even in our society as american society like we're winners we're number one we're the superpower like that's what you know so second place is the first loser like you know i mean like you have all of these things that in you that you have to always win but the thing that i think that we lose out is that you have to be able to fail and appreciate failing like let's say like lifting weights per se like when you first that first time you like let's say some of you out there who may have um uh, New Year's resolutions that you did. That <laughs> first time you worked out, you were in a lot of pain. It probably hurt. You're sore. Um, you're sore. And you're like, wow, I don't want to feel that way again. So let's say that you did 10 reps or 10 reps, whatever exercise it was, and that's what got you that pain. So you say, you know what? I'm just going to keep doing 10 reps because now I own that because I don't want to feel that pain anymore. But unfortunately, what's going to happen is you're going to stay in that area. Yeah, you'll see some result, but you won't get the maximum result because you're not pushing yourself to take that 11th rep, that 12th rep, to appreciate that pain. That's where your muscles and your body starts to change when you push yourself to that point. So appreciating to fail. I think all of us have had a situation where we've lost at a time. I mean, I was an athlete myself, and whenever I got beat, that motivated me to practice harder or to work harder, and I think we right. lose that part of the lesson because we just want to win all the time, so we just put ourselves in the best position to win, which is not a bad thing. I mean, sometimes, you know, you know, find what you're good at and, and you know, stay in that lane is not a bad thing, but to gain from that position, whether you've gotten your lane and you've mastered it, you feel you've mastered it to take yourself that next level to even have more of a mastery or more of an understanding and not being afraid to have that failure or to make those mistakes or to, um, have that pain to get to that pleasure.
0: Right. So, so that man, that, that is so on point and, and, and very much needed. And I needed to hear that a little bit too, because you have to fail. You have to fail in order to grow you're going to fail regardless of what you think. So, so now let, let's get back. Okay. So now you're done with the nonprofit. Yes. And now where do you go? Cause you're still in a place that you're not from.
1: I'm still in a place that I'm not from. And I'm in a, I, I built a career worked in nonprofit for about seven years. And now I have to start from scratch because keep in mind, I don't have a degree to fall back on. So to say, it's not like I can right. go into, you know, and, the nonprofit field um, wasn't a field that I necessarily went to school for, or was trying to work in. I kind of fell into it and just, you know, made the, you know, hustled my way through it. And that's just being, right. being honest. Not, I'm going to say hustled from a perspective of taking advantage of, but I just really worked as hard as I could to be as, as successful as I could. So from there, I, um, oddly enough, got into insurance, you know, um, started uh, working for Liberty um, National which is um, a a voluntary product type of company selling life insurance, um, disability accident. Um, Didn't know when I got into that field, true story, that it was um, strictly commissioned. So when I got this job, I'm thinking like, oh man, I got a job within two weeks. I lose my job, I'm doing well, and I find out once I get the job that it's actually just straight commission. And what that means for those who may not know is that you only get compensated for when you sell something. You don't get a salary based off of, like most people. You, you only eat right, what you kill. You only eat what you kill. <laughs> exactly. Right. So um, that was something I said. Okay, am I going to try to find a job, or am I going to try to you know? <laughs> go out here and kill something so I can have some something to eat. <laughs> so um, I um, worked in the field um, at first, um, made some decent money, but it, it was um, very difficult at first because, you know, it's just, and, um, for those of you who have worked in the insurance field, I started out as what's called a debit agent, which meant that I had to go out to each household to get my payment for my compensation. You know what I mean? And this is, um, yeah. What, like, in the trenches. right? In the I'm trenches. Trenches. This is like 2005, you know, what I mean, where you know things aren't as automated as they are now, you know what I mean? We're, even though the, the ability for automation was there, most people didn't subscribe to paying for things online, people were still paying with checks, things of that nature, so that's how you got your compensation. So, started out, did that for a few months, then moved to working for AFLAC. Um, had some great highs, some great lows. I had I made the most money I ever made in one week working for Halfleck. I made the least money I ever made in one week working for Aflac. So those are those grinds of getting through that. And, um, you know, I wasn't. So,
0: so, so, so what, let, me, let me say something here. So what I hear right now is you are moving in a space where it's kind of unknown. Very, very. You're, you're in the unknown right now. Very unknown. But you're still moving. Right, you're not stagnant, and you're not just sitting at home waiting for a job. You're still moving.
1: Still moving, and 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 it's hard because you're moving in areas you're not comfortable with, and then on top of that, moving in the area where you really don't know where your compensation is going to come from. You know what I mean? You don't know if you're going to make money from week to week when you're working in that in those fields. So, I had to um, take it even a step further where i had to go back to working at the mall and being a hiring manager for a store at the mall there was a store called okay. demo it was a um subsidiary of pakistan you still urban clothing and i was a hiring manager where i would hire the you know the staff that worked in the um you know worked on yeah. the floor and um that was very humbling
0: because i remember these times i remember these times so yeah oh
1: oh these oh. were some these were some remember... humbling times because um yeah. i'm old enough to be some of the you know it could be some of these kids parents um mm-hmm. i'm uh working and servicing people that i worked with and you know when i was a non-profit making a salary wage and you know have to look at these people and and see them still doing well in their careers and me having to take these steps back um yeah but the one thing that I have to say is that I appreciated those times because even though it was very humbling, there was some fun in that because there wasn't really much pressure. It was something I knew I could do well. And, um, you know, it was easy. It was easy. And I and I appreciated that, like, for the time. I didn't beat myself up to say, I should be doing better um, because it's easy to um, – be your own worst enemy because, you know, you're always, you know, you have your own goals that you don't share with people and it's easy to disappoint yourself. You know what I mean? And once you disappoint yourself, you just give up. But the thing about it is you have to keep going. Even when you disappoint yourself, even when you fail yourself, you have to keep going. I mean, sometimes it's, you know, um, a friend of mine always says it's it's the tears of a clown, so to say. Where <laughs> even though you may be crying behind this face, you have to show that face to keep pushing and keep moving because you know you you have more disappointment. Like I'm my own worst critic. That's what, excuse me. One thing I say about yeah. myself: I beat myself yes. up way worse than anybody could. Um, somebody could say I could I did a great job. I'm going to find all things that I did wrong, and that's where I think that we discredit ourselves, and even myself is somewhere I discredit myself where. I don't really appreciate those small wins. So that's why I'm a big fan of getting that low-lying fruit. You know what I mean? Those things that are yeah. easy, easy wins just to motivate yourself to get to that big win. You know, it's like, for, like I started running last year. And I used to be a track athlete, but I haven't ran in years. So I went to run, run, run three miles, and I ran a terrible time. It took me like probably 40 minutes damn near, to run three miles, you know, which <laughs> – From where I come from is horrendous, you know, but I kept on it and I kept saying, okay, I just want to shave off 30 seconds a day, 30 seconds a day. And that's not a lot, you know what I mean? And I find myself those those easy wins helping me to motivate me to get to that big win of getting to a bigger time. So whatever it is, you know. Goals. set some breadcrumbs for yourself to get to those goals. Some very easy, attainable things that you can do to motivate yourself to get to that next thing. Because if you just keep going for the the big like let's say when um I could say like when I was trying to learn how to dunk when I was younger, um I was not coming close and I just kept trying, kept trying, kept trying, kept trying, kept trying, kept trying, and I didn't come close. Then I went to a place that had like these smaller um Rims and I was out there killing it. I was doing, you know, <laughs> reverses. I'm doing 360s. All right. And that motivation helped me when I went to a bigger gym, you know what I'm saying, to go back to the 10 foot to be able to dunk at that time because I had to take a, a couple steps back and master like the eight foot so I could take it to the 10 foot, so to say. You so, know,
0: so, so let, let me, um, let me break in for a second and let me just say this. There's something about, what you're talking about, and, it, and really, what you're talking about is building your confidence. Because yeah. Here's what happens when you're trying to level up, you're going to lose, and you might lose a lot in the beginning. Absolutely. And, and what happens when you lose is you lose confidence because you start to feel like, oh, well, I can't win. This is too much for me to handle. I can't get over this obstacle. So you start to get a loser mentality, and you start, right? Thinking, you know what? Well, I'm going to quit. Because I can't beat this. Yeah. So, Robert, I'm, go ahead, so I'm sorry. the balance to that is to have some low-lying fruit so that you can get some wins along with your losses that you're gonna take.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. What? But it balances it out. It balances it out because it's balance. if, if you're just if you're just trying to go for the big prize, the big prize, the big prize sometimes that can, you can lose motivation because you've been trying and you're not getting it. But if you can have some small wins as you're getting to it, you can at least have some things to motivate you and appreciate as you're getting to it. Like, let's say, um, let's say like, playing for the Super Bowl. Right. Like, we're watching these teams. None of these teams are undefeated, you know what I mean? All, and, and they all had to play 16 games or more to get to a point to even qualify to play for the championship game. They right. lost games. Some of them had points in the season where you look at these teams and you didn't even think they were going to come close. Like, let's say the Eagles, for example, they lost right. their main quarterback. You know what I mean? People, you know, wrote them, wrote them off from the gate. But they kept those small wins, kept getting those, you know, doing their assignments, doing those things, and now they're playing for the championship. But not with an undefeated record. You right. know, none of these teams have an under Very rare. Like, I don't think there's, you know, other than one team, you know, in the history of playing, you know, the NFL – has there been an undefeated team that's gone? So it's such a rarity. Most yeah. teams that get it have lost. You know I mean? I think the Steelers, the one year we went, we were a wild card the last no. Super Bowl we won. You I, know what I mean? So that means that we barely had a, a 500.
0: I want to give those, those uh, Dolphin guys a record. But yeah.
1: yeah, but yeah I, I feel you on that. I feel you on that. But, you know, I'm sorry. So, so
0: let's, let's go back to where we are in this story. Because I, I'm feeling the story and it's it's like really bringing something to me. So, now we're, we're done with the nonprofit.
1: We're done you're with the nonprofit. Starting make,
0: you're starting to make some money in the insurance game. And Correct. You're moving, you're maneuvering, you're working with different companies and, you know, but it's, you know, you gotta kill what you eat. But how did you get to a point where, you know, when I came to you, man, you were like you're telling people, you know, you're running a you're running a department. You're traveling the world. I mean, I don't even know if you're in ATL right now. You're probably not even in, in- I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. I'm in St. Louis. I'm in St. Louis. <laughs> okay, so how do we get how do we level up
1: to that? Okay. Okay. So this is where I think that um I I really started to hone my leveling up skills if you will yes um so i was working at the mall um and uh as a hiring manager mm-hmm. um uh very humbling but i gotta say it's one of the funnest jobs i've had as far as um really just seeing like that. you know what i mean i was really able to really like bring kids into their first job their first career so i did that then i um I uh, started working for a company which is uh, referred to as a professional employment organization. I never knew anything about this field. Um, I thought the job was a gimmick. I thought it was one of those things where you had to pay some money, and it's kind of a peer review scheme of some sort. Um, got into it, found it was a decent job, that you were actually um, talking about insurance but educating people on their information and plans. And I figured, okay, I have the education background, I have the insurance license, but the eating what you kill has, you know, was a hard hustle. Yes. So um I said, okay, let me try this out for a period of time. Um, had to go through three aptitude tests to get it. When <laughs> I went to go on in the interview, my um car broke down in the middle of I ninety five in uh Miami. So uh you can <laughs> during rush hour. So you can Uh, imagine all the uh, frustration and everything that I went through, uh, disappointment, um, embarrassment, (laughs) all all these situations happening. It's part of leveling up. It is. It is. It is. And and, um, I fortunately got the job. And um, one of the things that I told myself when I got this position was that I was going to work as hard as I could to – at least showed that I was one of the best, if not the best at doing this position so I just really prided myself on outworking everyone and um, that helped me to move into was uh, was a senior in the department I was um, an enrollment um, consultant, moved to a senior enrollment consultant and from there I saw that I pretty much had hit the ceiling in that department but um, mm-hmm. I wanted more out of my career. You know what I mean? I wanted more finance, let's just be frank, and I wanted more prestige um, in my position. Right. So there was an opportunity to move into um, the IT department using my education background, using my um ability to kind of educate people on situations and became what's called a business analyst where I was, I guess the best way to say it, if I was the person between the people that fixed the computer and the people that may have an issue with the computer. So if you're trying to work on a program and the program doesn't work for you, I would have a conversation with you, figure out what was wrong, go back to the developers, tell them what you said, and they would fix it and then kind of be that go-between liaison.
0: Okay, so 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 let, let, let me break in for a second because there's a common theme that I'm hearing, and that is education. And it's teaching and it's just talking to people, helping people, talking to them, showing them like, hey, you can do it this way. This is the way you can do it like this. And I feel like you've known that or you've thought that about yourself from, I'm going to bring it all the way back from when you went to Slippery Rock University. Yeah. You went for education. So let's bring this, let's tie this all together. Because one, like, there's there's like some key things that you're saying. And I want to tie this all together. Some, the first thing you're saying is you're going to fail. And life is going to take you off of your path that you think you should be on. Am I, am I correct in saying that?
1: Absolutely. 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 You're going to, whether it comes to um, losing a job, a company closing, not getting a promotion that you thought you were going to get, um getting written up for something that you may or may not be responsible for um having an employee that you have to fire or coach um right. all of these things can be very difficult things to deal with right but you have to to they can um
0: take you off your right. path.
1: yes they can definitely take you off your path but uh you have to um Fight through those because those are the lessons that are going to get you to the next level. Dealing with those hard situations are going to make it easier easier for you going forward. Like with me of moving in in multiple positions of my company, moving from IT to um, moving into the the field um, as a benefit specialist, and then going into management. And now what I'm now being able to just consult with um, yes. companies because of the expertise I've built by going through these different departments and now um, having the opportunity to travel and um, people coming to me for my opinion and my um, thoughts on how they should implement their business or set up their business plan or okay, so, um, whatever they may okay, be to so, do.
0: Right, right. So, so that's the first thing is, okay, life's going to knock you off your course. And it might be your own doing. It might just be life. But then the second thing is once life knocks you off, can you humble yourself? And I think you talked about that. And you spoke about that, about working in the mall and being in a place where you had to like break, you know, kids into their first job, Absolutely. And you're the manager, but you were like way out of place. But, you know what, the place that you were at was where you were supposed to be at that time.
1: Right, because you have to accept it. And I, and I think that's the hardest part of it is accepting where you're at because it may not be where you want to be, but you have to accept where you're at. Like, like let's say that if you yes. play for a team and you're not the star player, but you may have been that at one time or you feel you could be, you have to accept, okay, right now I'm not the star player. You know, what I mean, I'm the second. I'm I'm the second dude. I'm I'm the second option, and owning owning and being good that second option. So when it comes time for you to be the first option, you're ready because you know what comes with it. Because you you took care of what you had to at the time and weren't so focused on what's ahead of you. and Not really looking at where you're at. So
0: right.
1: I think it's okay, very so important. I'm sorry.
0: No, 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 no. You're like you said. That's very important to be able to be humble, humble yourself, you know sit down be humble we, we you know that that's a song like we we know that's real and then the third part of this and let's bring it home is okay, so now once we sit down once we're humble, once we like have out hustled everybody and we're working in where we want to work and you know we're we're kind of we we out hustled everybody and now we are where we kind of think we want to be. How do we level up from there? How do we get from, hey, you know, I'm just going through some stuff, and, you know, I, you know, I'm I'm not happy with where I'm at, but I I'm better than where I was. To now, I'm I'm man, I feel good. I, I'm making more money than I ever made. And then, how do you level up from there?
1: Well, first, with that? right, and I and I think one of the first things, with then I think that's a great segue, Dre is that you have to really, you have to appreciate where you're at. And that's the hardest part because it may not be where you want to be, but that's the, I mean, you're not going to get more until you appreciate what you have. You know what I mean? So you start really liking the things because you're bringing, you're putting yourself in a better, uh, if you will, to attract more. In a better mindset because you're appreciating, you're happy, you're joyous, you're feeling good about the things around you. You're not really negative and keep thinking about it's not where I want to be. I'm not there yet. I'm not there yet. Right. Not to say I lose that motivation. You got to have that battery in your back to get to the, you know what I mean, the top of the tree. Right. But what I'm saying is if you're appreciating that fruit that may not be as ripe as the top but like okay, this is good. But I know couple steps up it's going to be a little bit better so let me go ahead and enjoy this because i know there's more than this and let me keep going and keep going and getting better through this to get up the tree instead of just keep shooting for that big tree missing out all these opportunities because sometimes there's opportunity in those lessons to other things that you may go left on and say oh wow now that i've done this and this this didn't work i really want to go this direction so sometimes you you learn so much in the lesson that it really puts you on the path to really get that success because the way you were thinking may not have been that way. So that's what I'm saying is every time you have a lesson, you have to appreciate it, push yourself forward, and be your best cheerleader. You know what I mean? Like you, we only get one time at this life. You know what I mean? Like you want to like get to the end. I think we're all like around. I'm in my forties, my early forties. You, you hit that age and people say you're midlife crisis. And I don't really must make, make so much think it's a crisis, but what it may be is that you um, are looking back and saying, okay, I'm probably about midway to where I'm at in life expectancy. So, and have I done the things in the first half to position me where I want to be in the second half? And if the answer is no, that's where I think we start making very blanket decisions. But I don't think the answer should ever be no. Whatever your experience was is what it was. The lesson is looking back and saying, okay, wow, I should have done more. Let me start doing that now, as opposed to damn, I didn't do enough. I'm not where this person who's the same age as me is. I've messed up in life. You know what I mean? And that's not the case. You know, what I mean everybody can start. I mean, Quincy Jones did Thriller at fifty. Come on, man. Like, understand? Come on, man. At 50. (laughs) At 50. (laughs) You know how many songs Quincy Jones had out before Thriller? Yes. You know what I mean? Like, how many failures and how many, you know, Mickey Mouse songs he had before that or songs that you never heard of or stuff he produced you're not even thinking about before Thriller? And, you know, so, and that was at 50. So, you know, Morgan Freeman, I think he had his first major movie role in his 40s. So, okay, come on. It can happen at any time. You know what I mean? I think the the, the point of it is, is that moving forward, appreciating where you're at and setting yourself up to get that low line fruit to move forward and build those habits. They say if you do something consistently for 30 days, that's what builds a habit. But I think sometimes we think lofty because you have to believe in whatever it is. Like, okay, somebody says, I want to read more. But if you don't really believe in reading, like, you know what I mean, that may not be your move, you know what I mean, to get to that level of education. Maybe you're somebody who likes to listen to um, podcasts or you like to go to, you know what I'm saying, webinars or whatever it may be. But getting to it the way that makes sense for you that you believe in, not doing what everybody else thinks you should do. Like, I like to run, so it's easy for me to get out there and run three miles. But somebody who's never run track before, never done anything like that, that may be, you know, overwhelming. So to get to that cardio, they may have to ride a bike or walk on a treadmill, you know what I mean, or whatever it may be, or just walk four miles and take their time. But, you know, whatever you believe in, that's the way you have to get to wherever it And not saying, like, you know, taking the competition out of it, like, well, let me do it the way everybody else does it. If it doesn't make sense to you, it doesn't feel good to you, it's already flawed. Has to feel good to you you have to feel good about
0: it so so let me say this man and, and let's uh there's gonna be a part two of this because oh man i i hate that i have to cut this off but man there's gonna be a part two of this how to level up and uh this is with myself dre west and my brother kevin thomas urban and uh this is a great talk brother and i thank you so much for coming on
1: Oh, thanks for having me, man. I appreciate it, man. I appreciate um the time. um I appreciate having the opportunity to speak to your audience and um, anything I can do to help you level up, we know with this podcast or, you know, how we do in life, man. Um, yeah. One thing I'll say to your audience, I just want to take a little bit of time to say this. Um, One of the things I love about this brother is that he holds me accountable to moving forward. And I think it's important to have people to do that in your life, to, you know what I'm saying? Not just, you know, focus on all the great things, no matter what you do is great, but to hold you accountable to the things that you do or don't want to do, that you, may should, that you should be doing. So um, Dre, I appreciate you, your brotherhood. I appreciate you motivating and holding me accountable to level up um, because that's something I've asked you to do and that's something I want out of my life and I'll continue to do that for you as well, sir. So thank you.
0: And I thank you, brother, because that's the reason why we're talking about what we're doing right now. <laughs>
1: I absolutely I was
0: so open in the beginning because there's certain people in my life that know things about me that I can't level up without being real and this is one of those brothers so I thank you very much yo I hope you guys got something out of this you know call in hit us up let's talk about it we're gonna have a part two it's definitely coming very soon but let's level up